Hey, what's up, guys? We go over some awesome topics this week. We cover the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. It's lit. Uh, next, we go into the NBA, talk about the teams, what's going on, who's going to make it to the playoffs, who's going to make a run in the playoffs, who's not, who's overrated, um, all the above, please. And then lastly, we go into the NFL. Uh, we discuss the draft specifically, go into our three fra- favorite franchises, what they should do, the Cowboys, Bears, and Titans. Um, and then we get into some juicy fan questions. So, yeah, you're going to want to stay till the end. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. About these trivial things Know what I mean Like all I hear is either Super soft or super mean But I prefer the super soap around It's in between Like not the winter More the summer Kick back and enjoy the spring Cause I'm a simple guy Who takes it on himself To leave a simple life I love my wife I love my friends And love the time We get to spend Enjoying all the things That can't get overlooked If life's a sprint So take a second sit Listen to the sounds of preggy boys So filled with joy They might annoy the people That don't LOL or know what for It's serious business to keep a smile on So keep a smile on And come and dance And I'm like, oh my woe You know I'm happy, clap along If you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh And I'm like, oh my woe If you're not happy, preggy boy Make you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh You can sound like outcast the White Sox are average, is what you're telling me. No, so the White Sox actually just beat the number one team in the AL twice today in a doubleheader. Dude, so. all, I, all I know is that the New England Patriots, that, that flamed out. I lost. I lost. I, I I lost it. I totally lost hey, it. Hey, go ahead and go ahead and hit it up. Uh, hey, did y'all watch the uh, funeral of the royal death this weekend? Yeah. All right, then Joey, I'll... cut this, please. The royal family comes after us. Yeah. Old Philly Windsor. R.I.P. to Old Phil. Old Phil kicked the butt. Dude, talk about a guy who did not look great. Whew. Oh no. Man. Yeah. I mean, he looked. Babe, you think you're gonna be looking good at 75, 80? How old was he? Was he ninety something? I mean, the man, the man was alive it. for a long time. I'll say it. Out of us three, I think I think Paul's gonna last the longest. I think Paul is gonna be hitting 95, 96. Me and Beep might be kicking that bucket around sixty. The way we live, fast and aggressive. Speaking of fast and aggressive, let's talk about some alpha betas. Yeah, Prince Philip um, was ninety nine. Wow, yeah. that is. The old double nines. Which this is about to be awkward because he's actually my beta of the week. I mean, here's why. He made it 99 years. During his his funeral, the announcer was talking about him, and she said that he's an alpha in a beta's body. What does that even mean? An announcer? Are they? Were they hecking him? No, that's what I was – okay, maybe my beta should be the announcer. Like, you can't be saying that at someone's (laughs) – you can't funeral. Talk, he was an alpha and a beta's body. Like that was just. First off, I want to get her number, bring her onto the podcast, to let her yeah. explain a little bit more. Oh, get her number just to have her on the podcast. Not. Uh, I'm a married man, and if you ever suggest anything like that again, I will come to your house Ugh. and beat your cuss word. 
Yo, what? That's you why know? I was asking, bro. I was and Sarah right and Sarah here. will come over and and piece you up too. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I was Sarah just can... checking, bro. I had I'm to. About, make sure. I'm about to check you, bro. Check That's yourself. About to go check down. yourself before you, you know, wreck yourself. You know what? I take that back. Paul's my beta of the wow. week for inappropriate comments for Trying being a White Sox fan, and the White Sox are OP. That White should Sox not are not be a OP. beta move. Um. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. My beta is Ben Askren for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. I was on the Ben Askren hype tra- train, boys. Uh, I, think trust we, me, I think we all were. Trust me, I was. <laughs> I was up until I saw that um, the weigh-in photo. I said, this guy has not been taking it seriously. <laughs> I mean, dude, I mean, I mean, has there been a less? Uh, that's me if I take my shirt off. Like, there's not a less. No, no, beef. No, beef. I think beef, you're more impressive. That. You're yeah, more don't impressive do that to than yourself, that. I, I, dude, I mean, like, it. you're like, that's not Ben Askren. When you see him, you're like, they just grabbed a guy off the street that looks like <laughs> Ben Askren. Like, you could, like, Ben Askren retired, and you could tell he had retired. Whew. Yeah, he dude, definitely retired. His, I mean, Ben Askren's always had a little bit of a love handle package, but dude, that was out of control. Especially with like the waist of the boxing shorts up so high, you could just see these two giant love handles. Dude, and I'll say it, he loved it. He loved the body oh, that yeah. he was rocking with. He did loved y'all, uh, yeah. he did y'all see the footage? Did you see the footage of him like after he got slept and he's like walking back to his like locker room, I guess, or whatever? He's walking back and he's just smiling and him and his wife are just talking. You can tell he, he paid, didn't give a rip. He, he got paid a half rip. a million dollars. Like he's he's honestly a really good sport about losing. Even when he lost losing. Did you hear that Whoa. voice crack? Did you puberty. hit puberty yet? Puberty, it's a thing. Um yeah, but basically he loses pretty well. After the Mo- the Mosvidal loss, he what did he tweet out? He was like well, that sucked. Yeah, or some, yeah. something That's like what that. He tweeted. he tweeted like exactly that. Yeah, he's a good loser. He's actually a good loser. He might. Do you, do you want to be known as a good loser? Is that a brutal thing to be known as? I think it's a good <laughs> quality in life to have. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I mean, my, I wouldn't want to be known as that, but I think it's a good attribute. I, I would I, rather my son in the in the future be a good loser than a bad winner. Yeah. I I get where you're coming from. But I mean, to be known as a good loser, you have to lose a lot. I've lost uh, quite a bit in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you don't really necessarily. You're not an athlete, you know. And so, so like, if you're just calling this Shot guy, you, fired. you and my high school coach would agree. But keep going. <laughs> and, I mean, and I just think it's brutal to be known as a great like that guy. You know, he wasn't a great boxer, not in great shape. But you know what? hell of a loser okay he wasn't that's not his title he's not been asking good a loser he's been asking olympic athlete who can take loss as well also yeah. uh i think jacob's eighth grade huddle mixtape would beg to differ beef he was kind of a winner back in his he, middle school. he was okay for the listeners that don't know in middle school i was about six to 170 pounds and if anyone tried touching me they were gone. My family legitimately thought I was going to the NFL. I had cousins traveling from Arkansas to come watch my NFL games. Like, 
Like it, there was some serious talk and I got to high school and I just plateaued, stayed the exact same and everyone got a whole lot of early bloomer, baby. I was a very early bloomer. And next Are you sure know, your parents weren't injecting testosterone into you at like sixth grade or something? Just no, they're feeding me chicken or- and broccoli every day. <laughs> And okay, I was out, that'll that'll work too with testosterone sprinkled. I'll tell you what I was doing in eighth grade was old school Rocky. I was running at about eleven thirty at night, and my dad thought I was probably doing some drugs or stuff. Coming some back raw, home, some raw eggs in the morning too. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's how I was going to go to the NFL, and it stunt my growth. So when you, when did you think you were going to make it big, and then what age did you realize high school was it for you? Well, I'll bring it back to the peewee days where one of my dad, one of my friend's dad was like, Hey, what NFL team are you going to play for? I said, I'm not playing in the NFL. I'm not good enough. I'll play in the arena football league though. And then hey, um, hey, compromise, compromise. compromise. Yeah. I actually, that was my plan to go to the arena football. Then I came to uh, middle school and could just stiff arm anyone in their parents out the door i mean i scored literally every game and uh it was like i would get hit about four or five times and just couldn't go down i was that big you were and the derrick henry of, of truly i was a derrick henry i've got a highlight of me stiff arming the the insert word out of someone it was yeah bad. it was i could have got locked up for murder and then what happened was i went to high school and people just just threw up some weight and threw me around quite honestly pooped my pants a couple times um shout out solomon thomas <laughs> solomon thomas <laughs> then here's the thing i was like so small compared to solomon thomas he didn't try against me he was just um uh, for those who don't know some background solomon thomas the legendary texas football defensive lineman uh who played for the 49ers and currently plays for the 49ers no he, just, he actually just got traded to the Raiders oh did yeah. he really yeah well he used to play Coppell High and used to give Jacob Pierce the biz in practice I was, I was a scout team all-star they saw me and they said this guy can be our scout team running back <laughs> he won't play a lot on the field but guess what he can sure get our guys better and that's what oh. I did well you know, when Solomon Thomas saw you and saw you, he, his eyes got big. It Solomon Thomas just saw me coming and was like, "This is a twig," and would just kind of grab me with one arm, and that'd be yeah. over. Dude, last story about my high school days because I know everyone loves our high school. Yeah, I'm such a high school hero. Yeah, everyone really cares. Dude, um, <laughs> scout team, very first play. This my my boy named Brandon says, "Hey, I'll take the first play at running back." I said, "Okay." Uh, he gets tackled, but they, you know, you have to like hold him up and the whole defense has to come and uh, swarm him. All 11 guys have to make the tackle. tackle. First guy wraps around Brandon and just starts headbutting him until every defensive <laughs> player is there and they're all headbutting him. And I said, wow, this is going to be a long year. <laughs> how's that? Been how- way too much time on my high school career. Let's go to someone no, else. On no, that. Well, I, love, how's I loved that- every second of it. How's that Brandon guy doing? Is he? Dude, Brandon was hilarious. I don't know where he's at in life now, but. Shout out Brandon, uh, if you're listening. We call him B-Stew, Brandon Stewart. Uh, (laughs) B-Stew, we hope you're well, man. All right, let's get into this fight. 
Who got to watch it? Who just got the highlights? What? Wait, Wait a second. What's oh. your? Did we get through the alpha betas? Are we just gonna? Beep is so just turning for that. Dude, I I have been ready to talk this fight, but we can do alpha beta first, then we can get into the fight. Wait, Jacob, you you already gave a. Yeah, I gave both. Um, okay. I actually felt like I kind of switched it at the end because after I talked about Ben Askren, he's a good loser. I feel like that makes him an alpha. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the best loser, Ben Askren. Uh, I'll I'll kick it to Paul. Kick it to me. Okay. Uh. So for my beta, it's gonna be kind of controversial, guys. Oh. Uh, which I love. I love being. I love being controversial. Uh, I love being the X Factor. Jake okay. Paul is the beta. I don't think now, it's controversial. Okay. Good. No. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, did he win the fight? Sure. Good job. Uh, was it a hard fight? No. Uh, Jake Paul is still yet to fight a boxer. He has decided to fight a bunch of people who have never boxed before uh, and then proceed to call himself a defier of all odds and defier of, of the labels people put on him because he's beating people who don't box. So congratulations, Jake. And just to put the little, you know, the, the nail in the coffin, the man is crying. He started tearing up and crying and getting emotional after a win over Ben Askren, who's about 25 pounds overweight and definitely just hired a cameraman to literally videotape him practicing when we all know he didn't practice a single bit for that fight. So congrats, Jake Paul. You're a beta. Oh, I'm going to stop you right there. I want you on the record answering this question. If I gave you three years to practice, would you box Jake Paul? I 100% would, and I would 100% beat him. Uh, I'm backing you up right now. I'm betting the farm no, on that. I I really believe that. If you give me give me a couple of years to get in the gym, also lift because he, your boy's a little bit thin and kind of a twig. You know, I, I won't be able to take too many body shots right now. <laughs> Uh, give me a couple of years. I'd beat Jake Paul, hundred percent. Bet the farm on me, baby. Uh, my alpha is gonna be uh Michael Kopich of the Chicago White Sox. Who? Uh, Michael what? Kopich of the Chicago White Sox. You will you will know him soon. I'm sure. Uh, personally, and he had his first start today since 2018. He's a young guy. Young pitcher for the Sox with a ton of talent. And what about pitch- pitcher swag? I only care if he's got pitcher swag. He's got a man bun, so that nah. that's kind of that's some that's some drip. Nah. Uh, anyway, uh, didn't let a single run in for for five innings. Looked really good. Had five strikeouts uh, through five innings. Looked really good. Got the dub today against the Red Sox. Michael Kopich is my alpha and will be my alpha in the coming years because. The boy's going to be dishing out some alpha performances. Uh, well, my beta, God, I really want to do my beta has been Askren also, but I can't. Um, but um, hey, there's my, no rules. Double down. I'll, I'll say Ben Askren. I won't go into it too much, but, you know, I mean, Tubby just did not look great out there. Oh, it was kind, kind, kind of a letdown. My other beta is um, mock drafts, and we're we're gonna do one later. 
But um, my <laughs> big beta is it is mock draft season, baby. Get ready for them. They're all over the place. Tons of guys not taking Trevor Lawrence. Tons of guys taking Trevor Lawrence. They're all over the place. And the reason I'm saying mock drafts are beta is because if you're not getting your mock draft from this <laughs> podcast, more on that later, you're also a beta. Uh, my alpha, oh. my alphas. Um, one first and foremost, DMX, RIP, RIP. Oh, wait, Let, pause right there. Four years ago, I asked Reed, who is the number one rapper in the 2000s era? No, I think I said all time. I asked Reed who the all time rapper was. He didn't hesitate for one sec. For one second, he looked me in the eyes and said, DMX. Where are my dogs at? Who, who, who? DMX, baby, 2005. What you know about it? Best rapper. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. 2005, best <laughs> yeah. rapper. Okay. Um, RIP to him. He's a really interesting story. Guy who had a lot of demons and struggled with a lot of things. Um, kind of overcame him, kind of didn't. Um, kind, of, kind of a sad life. It's just a really interesting guy. If you do have time, go read a little bit about him. We could talk about him for forever, but an OG of the rap game, super highly respected. A lot of people loved him. Uh, and then my other alpha is Stuart Sink. Who? Stuart Sink is a 47-year-old golfer, and he won the golf tournament this week. And he, he won his first golf tournament in 1997. And wow, that was the same year that – the guy he was playing against, Colin Morikawa, was born. And it was also the same year his caddy was born. So, guy's been doing it for a while now. He's been around the block. Been around the block. And he snagged the dub today. Uh, so, big ups to Stuart Sink. Uh, and that's my alpha beta. So, let's get into now. Let's get into this fight, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys mind if I kick it off? Go ahead. Go for it. Okay, here's my thing. Um, ben Askren, I, I watched a lot of interviews before, and he basically had the mindset of, which I know we talked about last week, he had the mindset of, if Paul, if Jake's a good um, boxer, he's going to beat me. And I think we saw that. I think Jake is actually a pretty good boxer. I think he's got pretty good hands. I would say that he would piece me up. But here's a couple of reasons why this boxing was – Boxing match was a terrible, terrible thing for Ben Askren. Was because usually whenever he fought, he fought at 175. And if you look at photos when he was at 175, he was already a little tubby. Like that's not him like super yoked, you know? And so he actually fought Jake Paul at, at, I believe, 195. So he actually had to gain another like 20 pounds from what he's used to competing at. And uh, also whenever you're boxing in mixed martial arts, like your foot placement is completely different. You have to almost lean on your back foot because if you watch the Conor McGregor fight, you saw his front leg get torn up and Ben is just all about hitting to figure out how to take the takedown just came off hip surgery. Like he should not have taken this fight. I mean, he did for the big paycheck, but for everyone, for the Jake Paul haters out there, uh, he shouldn't have. And Jake Paul, honestly, uh, it didn't. Everyone was talking about how Jake Paul, like his form looked great, but it looked like he just did three, one, two punches and just landed the third one. Like 
the first two weren't really that good. Clipped them. I honestly wasn't too impressed by it. Jake Paul, if you're listening, you could beat me up if we ever met each other. So don't take this personally, but uh, not that impressed, but I'm extremely interested to see who he fights next. Cause he's going to have to fight someone legit next. Like there's no, he can't go down anymore. He's going to have to take on like a real, I bet he'll go for a lower level MMA guy that's known for their striking uh, preferably like a kickboxer, not an actual boxer. Um, but I don't see him winning another fight. I think it's going to be Dunzo from here. Yeah. yeah. You go ahead, Beep. I'll go last. Well, I, w- I was going to say, it's a uh, <clears throat> thinking about who he's going to fight. It's really interesting because theoretically, he could just kind of keep doing this forever where he just fights these big name people but aren't great boxers like, i was gonna say the exact same thing he can yeah, handpick the rest yeah, of his career if yeah I, I think he could handpick the rest of his career uh and i don't know that necessarily the i haven't looked at the ratings yet uh when we talk i'll check them and kind of report back to y'all but i don't know if the ratings will hold up if he keeps fighting no names um, it was huge the ratings were huge i think it generated I think I don't know. It said something. I think he made a profit of like sixty-five million. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a ton of people tuned in. Is this. that what you're? Is that what you're asking though, Beep? Or am I missing? Yeah, I was. I, no, no, no. I was asking what the ratings were last night because I, I'm sure they were the highest they've been for a fight, just because he's fighting someone of actual some merit, even though he's a terrible boxer. Um, I would love to see him fight a boxer. Like I would love to see him fight Floyd. Or I would love to see him, you know, I would love to see him come into someone else's element. Like Cormier posted a response video to the fight. Like, I'd love to see him and Cormier box. Cormier is a little bit better of a boxer than Askren. Cormier would end his life. You know, I I would love to see him. You think he'd actually die? I actually think he'd be (laughs) unconscious bad. Yeah. And for the record, Cormier's got a huge right hand. I actually don't know what a huge normal boxing pay-per-view would generate, but but this one generated 1.5 million, which sounds a lot higher than usual. 1.5 million pay-per-view buys. Oh yeah. But also this was a look, you can't really, the way I say that is because a a big boxing match isn't a $50 pay-per-view buy. Like a Floyd Mayweather is usually like a 80 to a hundred dollar buy. That's why you can't really compare them. But anyways, yeah, I would I would love to see them like compared to what like a to like a legit boxing match that's a little bit more money. But yeah, I mean this fight had a little bit of interest, but if he's gonna keep fighting a bunch of no name guys, I really don't have much of an interest to watch it. Uh, if he fought someone like Chuck Liddell or somebody like that, that's compelling. But if I'm Jake Paul, I'm never fighting someone that's good at boxing. I'm just I'm fighting guys like Ben Askren and Nate Robinson and guys that I can beat. Who's the other guy he fought? Um, it was another like I think it was a YouTuber, wasn't it? He fought, yeah, like a a YouTuber who was like friends was a little bit less like you know KSI. He fought Logan. Yeah, he Paul. was friends with KSI. He was friends with KSI, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and he was horrible. Yeah, why, yeah, it's it's not really enjoyable. I mean, the Nate Robinson one. Did Jake or Logan fight Nate Robinson? Uh, Jake did. Yeah, I mean they're they're not great. Like this was one round. It's just, it's not great fights. I mean, for 
I guess you're tuning in from the drama, but why not just wait until it comes out on a highlight and buy this and watch them? Because I do think if they're going to be bad fights like this, who's going to tune in if it keeps being bad fights like this? I mean, sure, maybe you can build it up still every time. I'm sure you can. And But I'm kind of flipping back and forth. But, yeah, if I'm Jake Paul, I'm not fighting anyone that has any skill. I'm going to keep doing this and just ride off into the sunset whooping up on guys who can't box. Yeah, because I feel like once he loses once, everyone's going to be like, oh, he's not a boxer. Get him out of here. Yeah. He really can't prove himself as a boxer. Like, he's going to have to probably win, like, 10 legitimate boxing matches before someone's like, okay, he's an actual he's an actual boxer now. Yeah, I think he would have to – he'd have to beat a boxer to prove himself that he's a good boxer. And I don't think he has any interest in pro- – I think he cares about making money. Like, I, I don't think he has any interest in proving himself as a good boxer. I think he wants to keep doing this for as long as he can. And maybe he does – Maybe he does fight, and, like, if he fights his brother, that's compelling, but I don't know. I, I can't see him straying from this. I'll be interested to see who he fights next, though. Paul, what were you going to say about it? Um, I was just going to say that was the worst product I've, like, literally ever seen on television in general. Uh, I know that's harsh, but it was horrible. Like, just from the announcing, like, I know people love Snoop Dogg and all that, but – it was just a super cringe setup. Uh, the announcing was horrible. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was at one point strippers <laughs> out. Uh, I'm in love with a stripper. It was it was way too much. Uh, and not only that, I mean, just the fight was horrible. Uh, like Jacob said, you watched the fight and you weren't really necessarily even that impressed with with uh, Jake Paul, like even the combinations he was throwing early on was like, just, I don't know. I, I just wasn't even impressed. It was just him. a straight, he goes straight jab, right hook. Like, yeah, it was a super simple combo that seemed to get Ben Askren just <laughs> absolutely like overwhelmed by, like, he was like, Oh my gosh, he hit me with a jab and a right. Like I can't <laughs> handle that. Uh, yeah, also Ben Askren's head movement has got to be the worst of all time. Literally no no yeah, feints. No yeah, feints at all. He's not a boxer. Like, he's just yeah. not a boxer. Nah, he's just not a boxer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, dude, and I didn't know why he had some, like, correct me, these people could be famous, but I didn't know why he had a bunch of 12- and 14-year-old girls up on the, on the ring after the fight was over. Like, that was oh, just gosh. super weird. Who were they? Were they TikTokers? I felt like somebody had mentioned had they were be. TikTokers. Yeah, there's I actually no a idea. lot of – hey, there's actually an underground box. Jake has Jake and uh, Logan have kind of opened up this YouTubing boxing uh, ordeal. And actually, the TikTokers are calling out the YouTubers, and apparently there's going to be this whole fight world. And uh, I don't know how many people are going to tune into that. but uh, all, I'll, all I'll say is – I like what Beep said about uh, Floyd. I think we'll learn a lot about Jake Paul's intentions if, you know, when when Floyd absolutely destroys Logan Paul, I think there would be a lot. I just feel like it's inevitable that they it will be Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather. I feel like Floyd would be like, okay, Jake, let, now let's go. That's a lot of money there to be made yeah. for both both guys and i think we'll see jake jake paul 
turn it away. I don't think he wants to fight Floyd because like Beep said, I think, I think he's looking for wins. Whereas Logan Paul's looking for money. Like I think Logan Paul took that Floyd fight because there's a ton of money there. He's already lost a couple fights. I think he's just trying to make his money. Whereas like Jake Paul takes boxing a little bit more seriously, it seems. And I think he's really in it to try and win. And that's why he's handpicking fights and doesn't want to fight, you know, certain guys. So, uh, That'll be interesting. I hope I hope Floyd fights Jake Paul because that would be fun to see, you know, Jake Paul get absolutely knocked senseless. Yeah, um, it'll it. I th- do think it'll be telling to see who Jake Paul fights next. That'll kind of let you know what his trajectory is and who he plans. On. You know, because if he upgrades, so let's say, I mean, I don't know someone who could be an upgrade here, but you know, if he kind of takes a step up and maybe fights a UFC guy that's a little bit better of a boxer or fights a retired boxer. Like if he upgrades a little bit, it could be interesting, but if he kind of just keeps fighting celebrity big name people that'll get you talking, then it's, I want to, I want to expect anything. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who he could fight. It'd be cool if he fought Cody Ko. That'd be an interesting little YouTube (laughs) YouTube boxing. I think, uh, did y'all see the video of Tyron Woodley uh, in Jake Paul's, like, locker room? And he was, I guess he was just giving Jake Paul some words of encouragement or something, but in- inevitably he got in, like, an argument with, like, Jake Paul's, uh, I guess, maybe trainer or something like that. Yeah. And it, I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, what if Woodley and, Woodley and, and Jake Paul fought. That'd be interesting because Woodley's not a great boxer either. But I mean, that's that's a, such a special athlete and with a lot of power that I feel yeah. like he could he would definitely win. Yeah, that or fight. maybe he fights Anderson Silva. That's a big name. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, Anderson Silva is a better boxer. He that's of course not what he's known for, but oh, dude, he would still tag him. Yeah, it, sure. yeah. I'll be curious to see who he. Because, I mean, until he loses, um, I think people are talking are going to talk about it a lot. Um, and if he just gets – you know, if if Logan Paul gets absolutely embarrassed by Floyd, it might be hard to come back from that. I don't know. Maybe not. It'll be interesting to see how that yeah. develops. Because I really, I really have no, no guess whatsoever. Um, Let's talk okay, about- boys. Yeah, what are we getting into next here? Are we getting into some uh, NBA – so what we're doing or what, are we getting into some draft let's get into a little nba first then we'll, then we'll end with draft but um um i guess the big news for the nba is injuries uh yeah, jamal, dude. Jamal, jamal murray going down with an acl done for the year uh kevin durant has a thigh contusion which is a bruise it's kind of dramatic um <laughs> and then of course lebron james anthony davis still kind of curious to see how that will go donovan um, mitchell had a bad ankle injury the other day it looked yeah. like which that's number one seed in the west that's that's bad news for them man yeah and uh the uh battle the uh play-in games are about to start that's a new thing this year that's going to be really really exciting to see uh, i know we always rag on the nba as we should but i do think the play-in games are that's a that's a good ad i think yeah. i think that adds a little element of of some competitiveness towards the end of the season where teams need to show up in order to get in uh, even seven seeds, you know? 
Yeah, right now. So if the playoffs happen today, we would have in the East going down, we would have the Sixers. Let's go. Pick staying strong. We got no, Nets. We got Nets, Bucks, Hawks, Celtics, Knicks, surprising. Miami Heat at seven. Charlotte Hornet at eight. And the other two playing teams would be the Pacers and the Bulls. Uh, my thing with the East is like, is like kind of who cares? Um, I feel like it's kind of top heavy. But Paul, you said the Sixers are boosted. Are you standing yeah. by that? A hundred percent, I'm standing by that. Stay. They're, uh, they're half game up on the net. Stay your case. Yeah. No. I. I I'm a just a. I really don't care about the regular season. Like, if you're first, you're first. Whatever, dude. You know, like the Jazz are first, and we know they're not getting out of the the West. I mean. It doesn't matter to me what you finish. Uh, I can just look at your roster and I can tell you're not going anywhere. AKA Ben Simmons is your second best offensive option. You're in trouble. Okay. The man is so drive dependent. Uh, Granite Sixers uh, management has done a really good job uh, and surrounded him with shooters and some good good, uh, players around him where I think that's why they're doing well this regular season. As uh, adding Danny Green and Seth Curry uh, have been been good for them, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, I think, to be honest with you, I think I think obviously Nets are the favorite in that, but dude, I think I think it would it wouldn't uh, surprise me if somehow the Heat made a little bit of a run again. Now I know they're sitting at seven, but they're they had a big win today. And when those shooters get hot, you're looking you're looking with a you're looking at a problem. I so, need a hero. Yes. Tyler Hero uh, is. I uh I don't know what to make of the East though. I can't make a pick. That's what's Paul, hard. I just know it won't be the Sixers. Paul, let me ask you this. Uh whenever you're sc- describing Ben Simmons on a shooter, obviously, but wasn't that kind of D Wade's thing? Wasn't he? No. D Wade could shoot the three. D Wade could. He wasn't shoot a great. He, he wasn't a great three-point shooter. Yeah, he could shoot. Like, dude, D Wade wasn't a great three-point shooter, but could shoot it. Like, if you left him open, he was a. Whereas very, Ben Simmons is just like. Dude, I think he took completely different. The worst three-point shooter you'll probably ever see. Shaq. Uh, Worse than Shaq. No. Well, she's, okay. he's Shaq level. If Shaq decided to put up threes, they'd be shooting the same percent. I mean, they're both. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, D Wade was a really good mid range jump shooter. That was his thing. He could go back to the basket and hit you with fadeaways. You know, he was really good yeah. mid range shooter, whereas Ben Simmons cannot make a single thing outside of a layup. So that's a problem. Here's my, my thing. Here's my thing with the Sixers, though. So if you look at their last few games, they played the Thunder beat the drums off of them, beat the drums off the Mavericks. They beat the Nets, and then they beat the Clippers their last two games. So they beat some talent in these last two games. They got the Warriors um, tomorrow night. That's not really that interesting. But um, it is tough with the NBA. I mean, we all remember the year uh, the year that the uh, Cavaliers beat the Warriors on Christmas Day and then got swept in the finals by them. So – it's, 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 you're right, Paul. It's just hard to predict. I mean, you look at like the Celtics, they've won their last six, the Knicks won their last six. Um, 
I like that Knicks team, man. They got a lot of young talent. Yeah, that Knicks team is interesting. They're fun to watch. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of them. Um, I'm a huge I, fan of the Hornets. For those who don't know, love I love their young talent, uh, and I love what Rozier's doing, dude. Guys playing so well this season, uh, and dude, Miles Bridger, Miles Bridges is a dunk highlight. The man throws it down. If you haven't watched any Miles Bridges, you should because it's it's must see TV. Uh, I but just, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that play-in game for the East because the Bulls got Vucevic, so they got more talent on offense with Levine. And then, you know, Hornets are dropping a little bit, but they're they're still a good team. So it'll be interesting to see who who ends up being the seven-eight in the East. Yeah, the the Hornet, Hornets lost four in a row. Sorry, go ahead, Jacob. I was just gonna say, I think you guys are forgetting the biggest thing that happened this week. Luca's game winner, yeah. the most unorthodox game winner we've seen in the longest time ever. And moral of the story is he's a winner, also a complainer. And yes. do we oh. think that's how much do you think that's going to affect his game? Because it does. If you watch him and he doesn't get a call, he's not back on defense. I mean, dude, I, and that hurts morale. I yeah. I, th- I think he grew. I mean, what is he? Twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the kid probably grows out of it. I mean, maybe. I mean, LeBron James has been a complainer for, seven, <laughs> That's what I was about for, for seventeen years now. Granted, like it's not to the. It usually is not to the detriment of like getting back and playing defense. Yeah, but. LeBron just has some maturity issues in general. <laughs> yeah, LeBron just needs to grow out of some things. I mean, he'll be fine. Here's um, the thing with that game winner too. It was if you if you remember, it was against the Memphis Grizzlies, which is the number eight seed in the West, right behind the Mavericks. That, so that would, game winner was huge, uh, and dropping to the Memphis Grizzlies there would have been tough. Uh, so that was that was a very clutch shot. And the Warriors, am I right? They beat they beat the Celtics in a super good game the other day, right? Um, uh, or did the Celtics win that game? The Celtics ended up taking that one, I believe. Oh wow! Okay, because that was a super good game. I remember watching some of it. Yeah, uh, uh, Curry. Old. It looked like old Seth Steph Curry. Yeah, no, he was he was absolutely hot that game. Jason Tatum was awesome in that game too. Yeah, the Celtics are also. I mean, I would never pick the Celtics to come out of the East, uh, but I they're getting hot, man. They're getting really hot. Uh, put together a lot of really nice wins, uh, and they've moved all the way up to four, I think. Right. Uh, the Celtics are five. They're five. They're five. Yeah, yeah they're five. Yeah. But they started at like nine ten for a while. It's like, whoa, what's going on with the Celtics? You know, and then all of a sudden, yeah, everyone, you know, yeah. There's talk of Brad Stevens going back to college, um, but yeah, they're that Celtics team is interesting because if you look back a few years ago, I mean, they were they were the team of the East. They took the LeBron James Cavaliers to seven. They were young. They yeah. looked like, they looked like they were poised to kind of run the East for a while. LeBron leaves the East, and then they just kind of wither. And it's because Kyrie Irving blew it up with his diva personality. Yeah, they, and they have. Happen. Yeah, and they do that deep run where Kyrie's hurt, and so everyone's thinking they get Kyrie back, they're going to be even better. Gordon Hayward, of course, doesn't pan out, which he's kind of had a sad career. But they traded Terry Rozier too because they were like, "Oh, him and Kyrie don't vibe." You know, yeah, should have traded him. Should have traded Kyrie. Yeah. Um, but which is kind of wild to bring yourself to do, but that Celtics team has been interesting. Cause I mean, 
for all – I mean, they've really underperformed. They've had good regular seasons, but they don't really do anything in the playoffs. Um, so That run they made, everyone's forgetting about him. Isaiah Thomas, dude. Yeah, dude. He was fun to watch back in the day before yeah. he had too many knee injuries. I love so, – yeah. hey, the Celtics screwed him. They honestly did. Do y'all remember that? I they did. They traded him straight up for Kyrie, right? I'm pretty well, sure. Did y'all remember what happened? No. no. Going into the playoffs, he tweaked his knee, and, you know, he was their, like, top scorer. That's all he did was just scored. Obviously, their best player tweaked his knee, said, hey, I don't – he basically told the trainers, like, hey, I can't play – if I play on this knee, I'm going to be hurt for most of the season next season. And they said, excuse me. I said, hey, this is our chance. You got to play this year. He puts it all on the line for the city, puts the city on his back, comes out extremely hurt. They said, hey, we're trading you. Screwed him. And then after that, his career's never been the same since. No, He's it has traveling from team to team. Uh, he actually just got signed, though, because uh, he's been out. I don't think he got signed last year, but he's back. Yeah, he, yeah, had, a, I saw he, he had a near MVP season. And then was a bench player going forward from there. Uh, I mean, he's he's always been a defensive liability. But um, did they win a playoff series that year? They won. They played the Bulls and got taken to seven. You're talking about up, Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, they yeah, won. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they went pretty. No, deep. they didn't. They didn't they go didn't? far. No, they had an early. I think they beat the Bulls first round and then they lost second. Or actually. You know what? They might have went to the semifinals, but yeah, I don't think they ever went to the to the conference finals. No, I don't think they did either. Uh, and then, and then, how about the Phoenix Suns? They've eight and two in their last love ten. Them. I mean, I kind of, I kind of want to Chris Ball train, bro. I, uh, I kind of want to toot my own horn because I was talking with some friends early in the season, and some friends asked me, "Hey, Paul, who do you got? Who are going to be the top four seeds at the end of the season?" Uh, and I mentioned the Phoenix Suns, and I got a lot of crap for it. Uh, but it looks like it's going to end up being true because I'm a huge Devin Booker guy, and like Jacob said, Chris Paul is a leader. Uh, he knows how to lead the troops. So uh, I like the Suns. I don't think they'll come out of the West. No. But I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, outside of Devin Booker and Chris Paul – I don't know that they have a dominant third option aside from those two. I mean, they have some decent pieces, but. Mikel Bridges is a really nice role player, but yeah, I don't think he has the offensive power yet or like the I mean, capability they... on offense that you need from a third guy to make that deep run. Like I think it might be a year or two for him before he gets to that, that level, but he's a nice, he's a nice player. They I also like have Sarek. I forgot about Dario Sarek. They got him on that team. Um, Aiton's Aiton's got ability. I think he's still growing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and but. of course the journeyman Jay Crowder. He's on. He's been, <laughs> yeah, he's been on every NBA team, and he's been on not a single NBA team. He's so feisty, bro. I love him, and he can shoot a little bit too. He's yeah. he's got a nice stroke. He's a little bit of a game. No, he's hit some game winners, some three point yeah. game winners. Yeah, he was the Celtics. He was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a gamer. I mean, like. He he can co- contribute, and he's a guy who's been in the playoffs for quite a few years. So I mean, he can he can make some noise. I still don't see how. I mean, 
I'm sticking with it, guys. I think the Sixers are getting out of the East instead of the Nets, the number one seed. Season's kind of starting to wrap up. I lo- no I lo- way. No way. The Nets are gonna are going to run everyone, dude. They're gonna win it all. Dude. They're gonna I, take down LeBron too. I like the Sixers. I mean, you does anyone think it's not gonna be the Lakers in the finals coming out of the West? Voice crack. Um I you know what? I really just think it's gonna be them, sadly. I think Here's my thing with the Clippers, man. I, I really like – Talk to me. I like Kawhi Leonard a lot. Uh, I really do. I think he's a phenomenal defender. I think he, he steps up in big games. I really do believe that. I know last year he had a couple duds, but he had a couple of really big games too in that Nugget series where yeah. Paul George doesn't show up and doesn't help out. Uh, yeah, they, so yeah, I think Paul that's why – yeah, and that's why I think the Clippers aren't aren't gonna get through. Is your second option is Paul George? He's just not dependable. You can't depend on him to show up in big moments, mm-hmm. as every single season tells you. Especially last season. Last season was horrible. <laughs> so. yeah. Dude, how not many people know this, but Paul George uh, used to date Seth Curry's wife, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and you know Seth Curry's wife's dad so basically seth curry's father-in-law was the coach of the clippers I'm yeah, Do- his name. Doc Rivers. yeah and so dude if you go back and watch that series there was every time seth would hit like a huge shot he would be yelling you'd be, at be paul in george. paul george's ear yeah, yeah dude, and, and just bawling out because paul george like i think cheated on her with a yeah, stripper so yeah uh he was like dude you know who's mad at him <laughs> that's so brutal yeah, Paul George, dude. Paul George, he's cringe. I'll say it. Yeah, not he's, we're he's not cringe, gonna but... we're not gonna break news on here. Maybe he's not the best person in the world, but we're not gonna spend <laughs> a lot of time on that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Clippers. I think they'll just kind of hang around that that three seed. I mean, the Nuggets are gonna kind of fall away. Portland doesn't have enough. The Mavs don't have enough. The Grizzlies don't have enough. Uh. It's gonna I, be the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers, I, you I mean, watch Lakers your mouth are, when you talk about the Mavs. Hey, it's nothing but the love, Lakers. But <laughs> they, nah. I'll say this: there's a different narrative going into this playoffs. It's uh, the Lakers are no longer the bad guys. I feel like the Nets have taken the bad guys. Agree? Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. The the Nets kind of, even though the Lakers totally have a stupid stat team, but the right. Nets, but if they make it to the championship together, I feel like more people will root for the Lakers than the Nets. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't see – it kind of feels like – I do hate it, the NBA. It does kind of feel like a wash. Although, this year, I will say, this year feels like – Just say it. I was going to say, this year feels like some upsets could happen. I mean, I could see Brooklyn getting – struggling right now. If they go in as the two, they're playing Miami Heat first round. I could see that kind of being difficult for them. Um, well, I also see the West with a lot of opportunities for for yeah. some upsets. Like even, uh, you know, you got you got a team like the Jazz at one. What if Donovan Mitchell? We don't know how serious that injury is, and yeah. they're playing a Grizzlies team that's young. Uh, yeah, that just looks like that. Being the Jazz being the one seed playing the Grizzlies, that just looks like an upset. That yeah, just, that looks like seven games. 
Even the Suns, that man. Looked, I mean, the Suns are a nice team. They, I really like them, but, man, that, you're playing the Mavs first round. We know how much trouble the Mavs gave the Clippers last year. Yeah, and the playoffs. Yeah. Also, but, I mean, it's just whether Kristaps, like, can be Zingy? healthy. Because that man is glass. He is absolute glass. The most <laughs> fragile – Fragile player in in the NBA. The least interesting matchup's got to be LA Denver. I think LA LA probably is the best matchup with a kind of banged up Denver team. Yeah, They're, I mean they've got so much young talent on that team too, where they could maybe steal one. But yeah, yeah. without Jamal Murray, yeah, maybe without Jamal Murray, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, maybe <laughs> looking at like four games to two, taking it to yeah. six, maybe five. But yeah, it's it's not going to be anything sexy per se. Yeah. No, um, hey guys, let's not forget we've canceled the NBA. We actually don't like him right now. So are <laughs> oh, you guys yeah. okay moving on to the next topic? I feel yeah, like kind of slowly. The more we talk about him, the more we're falling back in love, and this <laughs> yeah. can't happen. Yeah, it's kind of so it's like it's like a bad X. You kind of let's get to something else. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> the NBA is a bad X currently. That's a currently, good way to put it. yeah. But honestly, that we broke up on kind of good terms. Like we could see a future together with them. Yeah. yeah they just like got to change some things about their personality. That's hey, all. we're going to college. <laughs> They're staying back. We're just, Hey, we need a year apart. We need to see how this works yeah. out. We'll, we'll see them in the summer. Okay. <laughs> next, as everyone knows, draft I'm talk. Huge, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Oh, I can't fan. wait for the Paul's a huge, Paul's a huge Bears fan. And Reed Tighten up. bleeds blue. Tighten up, Tighten up baby. Um, who wants to uh, go first and talk about uh, their team and who they should draft? Um, I want to do a quick side note. In doing a little research for the draft, I went, I went to a sports website that I won't plug, but it has red, <laughs> it has red letters. It is credible. It's a credible website. It rhymes with B vest BN. Um, <laughs> and the right when I click on the NFL, the second article probably read it. The second article I see, and it's ESPN. I'll spoil it. The second article I see on ESPN is quote: "Is Mac Jones underrated?" Blech. Blech. That's I don't just, know, man. That's disgusting. I don't know. He's not underrated. They try to do this every year with some quarterback who's not that good. Blah 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 blah. He's not very good. He's not. He's good. He's not going to be an NFL t- talent. Also, um, shout out uh, Julian Edelman retiring. Absolutely, yeah, goat, goat status. Not a Hall of Famer, but great football player. He's a Hall of Famer, and let me just throw my two cents at at it real quick. Everyone's only comparing Julian Edelman's regular season stats to other guys that are in the Hall of Fame, and that I get it. Regular season, he was probably a little bit above average. But Julian Edelman is known for his playoff runs. He's the best playoff wide receiver. Who is his quarterback? Tom Brady. Oh, uh, wow. That's interesting. I'm yeah. pretty sure Danny Amendola would have put up the same stats <laughs> if he played with him for 10 years. I just looked into my future in this argument, and I'm losing immediately. So let's move on to the draft. <laughs> I don't I like see him winning I this do. argument. I just don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. That's all. No, Cowboys, I'll no go chance. first. I'll go first to the Cowboys. Let's do it. Cowboys are certain, uh, currently the 10th pick. The this Cowboys, is a big pick for them, man. This a is a big huge pick. pick. 
the Cowboys do not need another offensive weapon. They don't need a big name. Don't need a quarterback. Don't need Kyle Pitts. I would love for them to trade up and get Kyle. <laughs> People Pitts, are talking honestly. about them drafting up yeah, to get him. That would be huge. And I love the thought because it's like we would. Uh, okay, that's like too the many Chiefs, weapons, though. Is there such thing as too many guys? No. To throw look to? at the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs had too many weapons. But they and don't they even have balling. the weapons y'all have. Honestly, like I'll say it. Like Hill and Hill and Kelsey are great, but Hardman and and Robinson are both like pretty. They're good, but they're not. They're not, you know, even Gallup or CD level in my opinion. Yeah, but either I mean, one of those guys. Yeah, but Mahomes is a little bit. You know, you gotta give Mahomes the. the no, the, I'm talking about just backwards. weapons to throw to. You know. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. You know, just but targets. I feel like it would. It, we would probably be top three offenses in the league, and I feel like we've talked about it before. NFL is a growing offensive league. It would be cool, but here's what they need to do. They There's, need defense, man. Yes, and you know you can get a good defensive player at like anywhere from 12 to, to 22 picks. Defensive players are not going first, not going top 10. Maybe Unless one is they're going Miles top 10. Garrett. Yeah. Unless they're Miles Garrett, yes. But this year, looking at this draft, they're not going top 10. Yeah. There's been talk that the Patriots obviously need a quarterback. And um, I'm hearing someone's maybe ringtone and – it's a sexy ringtone. Could be mine. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. What was that? I I don't sure. know. Do we not know who that was? Uh, is someone on a website and there's like an ad or something? I was on CBS Sports. And that could that could have been it, but it didn't sound like anything. Serious. Are we getting hacked right now? I, Are I we mean, getting hacked by Russia? Got to be China, though, right? Yeah, it's got. I have be no China. idea. Okay, but anyways. <clears throat> The Cowboys either need offensive linemen, <clears throat> excuse me, offensive linemen, or preferably big defense defensive player. Big what boys. they should do is the Patriots are interested in a trade, and here's what the trade looks like. The, the Patriots are currently 15, which they would not get a good quarterback. They could, maybe, one year. Like Tom Brady was obviously drafted. It would be a gamble. It would be a gamble. Yeah. But there's a, there's a rumor that they want to move up to 10 – to maybe grab uh, Mac Jones or who? Uh, uh, he's this quarterback for Alabama. I don't no, know. no, no. I was doing I was doing a Mike Jones bit there. Oh, wow! I've that's I'm, my, I'm really that's zoned a, in right now. That's my bad. That's my no, bad. no, 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 no. It's my bad. Okay, actually, it, it's Paul's bad. It's, it's Paul's, Paul's bad. Yeah, Paul, yeah. it's your bad. Okay, so the no, Patriots were offering, me. per credible source, they were offering their first round pick so we would swap with them and next year's first round pick and we would give them our first and third round pick and so basically next year we would have two first round picks i see the patriots being good next year but not being the best so that would be huge for us to have two first round picks next year i think we should take that trade because at 15 we could still get a really good defensive back yeah totally there's a ton of good defensive backs in this draft. You got, you know, Sertan, who a lot of people think the the Cowboys should take a ten from Alabama. Yeah. Farley just ran a four. He ran like a four two four or like a four three forty. Absolute freak athlete. Savage. And J.C. Horn at South Carolina is another really good corner. So there's a uh, there's a lot of corners to be had. Yeah, so, but also part of me wants to grab an an O lineman. 
I love the defensive backs, but I feel like the I feel like D backs are a lot easier to, to grab um, in free agency than linemen. I, but I do I do think y'all's line gets healthy though. I think your defense is abysmal. The After- secondary is all time horrible. Yeah, I mean, if you guys add a secondary, like hey, Tra- hey, hey, and hey, and hey. here's the thing about Trayvon Diggs, I think he'll I'm get just better. About to say, he's gonna get better and yeah. Listen to this when we play. The Buffalo Bills, that is the lock. He knows all of Stefan Diggs' his moves. <laughs> oh, that is a lock true. waiting to happen. Awuzie is only there because of his cool last name. Yeah, what's the, still what there, do you think actually. his nickname is? Woozy? A woo? Trash. Okay, <laughs> really, Paul? Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Look, uh, I found a woozy. It's my trash can in my room. <laughs> Dude, okay. I think they need I to want draft. Jeff Heath. Jeff Heath, come back. We do. If you they do, draft I mean, Sertan, they put Sertan next to Diggs, the two Bama corners that used to play yeah. together in college. That'd be a nice little duo, man. Also, y'all have y'all play. haven't made it to the playoffs since you cut Jeff Heath. So that's true. Coincidence? I think not. I, think I don't think not. so. Now, did he cost y'all a playoff victory? Yes, but Dude. but y'all. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, do you want to get there and lose or not get there at all? Jeff Heath will get you there. It's true. Uh, get me to the dance. Maybe we should. What's Jeff Heath doing now? Is he... He's moving around from team to team. I think last team he was with um, the Oakland Raiders, but his uh, contract is up, and I don't believe he is starting anymore. Or maybe that he was starting at the end of the last season. Maybe we shoot that guy DM. Yeah. Come if on, it, the if, pod? Yeah. If, anyone, hey, if any of our listeners know Jeff Heath, let us know. Uh, Spread the word. Retweet yeah. this. He seems like a cool guy. Love to chat with him. Yeah. <laughs> Just and maybe like remind him what his responsibilities are on the weak side of a bootleg. But yeah, like, I mean. Oh gosh! Now he's definitely not coming on, babe. Um, All right, Paul. Talk to us about the Bears. All right. Uh, here's what I got. Uh, what the Bears should do, in my opinion. They should draft up. They should trade. Trade? What are, do you know what they are right now? I think they're 20. They're, they're at 20. 20? 20, okay. Uh, if they trade up, I don't know with who, but I think there are some teams that are willing to deal. I, I would love to see the Bears go make a move to get the future quarterback of the Bears instead of Andy Dalton because that's pitiful that he would be our QB1 coming into the season. I want them to draft up and get – Justin Fields, uh, if possible. Now, I know the Niners, a lot of people are talking like the Niners are kind of falling in love with Fields and might draft him at three. Uh, so if the Bears do it, they need to make sure that he, you know, he won't be taken. But I would love to see him to move up to get quarterback. But knowing the Bears, they probably won't do that. They're, uh, I just don't think they'll, they'll make that move. So at 20, I like the Bears to get a corner. Uh, because our incom- also- sorry, right. I keep going. Finish your thoughts. Yeah, because y'all y'all uh, have your guy. Y'all have your guy at quarterback, so you don't need a quarterback. You have Andy Dalton. No, no, Woo, no, thank- we don't have him. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's a lot of good corners in this draft, and our incompetent management thought it was a good idea to app to just cut our 
Pro Bowl corner Kyle Fuller for absolutely no reason to clear cap space to sign a quarterback we never signed. Uh, so, so now we have to go get a corner to replace him. I like J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Don't know if he'll drop to us, but if he does, let's take him. I like uh, Cale Farley. I think he's got some injury question marks, so that could be a gamble, but he's a freak athlete. And I like the corner from North uh, from Northwestern. Forget his last name. Uh, totally, it's just flying over my head. But uh, he's a really aggressive corner too. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, his name's Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom had a really good uh, year for Northwestern. So I would love to take a corner. Chicago uh, boy too. Yeah, but if not, I would love to uh, to grab some grab another lineman. You know what? The best available. I think there's a lineman from Oklahoma State who's supposed to be pretty good who's available that late. So, yeah, that would be that would be my take. But then again, Bears management will surprise us somehow. So get ready, guys. Yeah, I have, I have an opinion on drafting if you don't have a quarterback. The Bears being one of those teams, I think you should take a shot to draft a quarterback every single year until you get your guy. Yeah, just I keep mean, sending it, dude. Yeah, other, otherwise, there's no reason to do it. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, you've got to have somebody there. I, I, I mean, Andy Dalton is not going to – Andy Dalton might get you guys in the playoffs. He might get you all to 10-6. I hope so. Mm, um, no, 10-7. But uh, – oh, 10-7, thank you. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, if you're the Bears, dude, just trade up. And get a quarterback every year until you get your guy. I mean, that's uh, that's what you got to do. Um, I mean, that's what, to the Texans' credit, not a fan of them anymore, but um, when I was a fan of them, they drafted a quarterback every single year until they got Deshaun Watson. And, and then just, he has 20 <laughs> sexual yeah, assaults. Yeah, and, and he has more sexual assaults than he has games won. And that's brutal. But <laughs> but what are you going to do? Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, for the Titans – I am recommending, based on how awful that defense was last year, that they draft. Because apparently, have y'all seen the thing where the the defensive ends are now just called edges? Have y'all seen this? Yes. And so it's a new I, it's a new thing. Gen yeah. Z people are coming yeah, up with. Yeah, I think edges. I hate it. I'm gonna call them defensive ends. Yeah, I'm calling them defensive ends. Um, I say to draft the defensive end out of Texas, Joseph Osai. He's a 2020 All-American, tore it up. Uh, if y'all remember a few games during the season, uh, he had like a like a three-sack game, forced a fumble at the end of the Tech game. Had a really great year, All-American, really, really good player. Uh, he's a junior, big old guy. They need some line help. Jadavion Clowney did not really work out for them. Uh, so they need some defensive help, and that starts up front. They like taking Texas players kind of historically. They've taken, I think it was Michael Huff. They had obviously Vince Young, um, a running Bobby. back, a running back. I can't, but yeah, they like taking Texas guys. Um, so I would, I would recommend that they take uh, Joseph Osai. I think they're somewhere in the mid twenties for a pick. So that's what I would recommend. And who out of our three teams is going to be the best? Um, I think, I think the Titans, yeah, I think the Titans, I think they have some gaps to fill, especially on defense, like you mentioned, but I mean, you got, you got a lot of pieces there, man. You got, 
a player like A.J. Brown, dude, like, dude, special. Tannehill, they got a quarterback. So, if they just fill some gaps at defense. Um, you're forgetting someone. Tracking My middle Cito. school pro comp. Yeah, yeah Track, no, King Henry, of course. Yeah, My bad. Cito. The uh, only thing about the Titans, and I do think they're probably the most talented team out of the bunch, of course, if Dak comes back and is lethal and they have a healthy O-line and they get some defense. But help. who's their coach? Uh, that really big, that chubby guy. Um, I want Vrabel. I want Vrabel, Yeah, bro. give me Vrabel all day. He'll yeah. figure out a way to win, uh, man. Yeah, I think the only thing about the Titans that makes me nervous is, if y'all will recall, Ryan Tannehill at one point in his career was awful. Uh, and I worry about that rearing its ugly. Adam Gase is to blame. I, Adam I, Gase sucks. I sometimes – because I don't think it's necessarily Mike Vrabel that's the quarterback whisperer. So, I think it's – I think it's a combination of a lot of things going Tannehill's way. Uh, so I do worry about Tannehill. No. Um, I'm going Titans as well. Uh, they're at one point, I think three years ago, he was the highest paid lineman, Taylor the one. Their left side tackles coming back. And Derek we will Henry. not shout out his podcast until they shout us out. So that is a fact. Fact. <laughs> um, and basically, Derrick Henry rushed for over 2,000 yards. It's kind of scary, though. You look at all the stats of running backs that have rushed for 2,000 yards, their very next season are is like trash, all yeah. of them. But Derrick Henry's a little different than those running backs. Derrick Henry is a different breed, and I think he's coming back with a stronger line. Um, A.J. Brown is honestly getting scary to the point of he's figured out the league. He's got that confidence. They're, they they won't be able to stack eight in the box anymore. They're going to have to be covering A.J. Brown. And uh, they lost Corey Davis, but I think the Titans are going to make a serious run because they have the offense to slow down uh, the Chiefs. They play them yeah. twice a year. No, they don't play them twice no, a year. They, no, it's, it's the Colts. They play with the Colts and Jazz. Yeah, they're in yeah. the Colts division. Sorry. They don't play the Chiefs twice a year. I'm thinking of the Raiders. But anyways, they have the offense to, to slow down the Chiefs. And um, in the playoffs, and they almost beat them. They should have beat them. And yeah. I, th- I, th- I think they they can make a run. I think if they would have gone to the Super Bowl against the 49ers, they would have crushed them. And they all want to go back. I think that yeah. I think the Titans are making a serious run this year. I, I don't know. I, the, I don't. But I mean, I think we all agree, right? That team lives and dies with Derrick Henry. Like, I mean, say what we want about AJ Brown, but if you don't have that guy in your backfield, like, it's not working. Uh, they're they're still good. They're still winning, but that team lives and dies with Derrick Henry. Um, I think like, they should, it, like Jacob was saying, losing Corey Davis. I think you go receiver if you're them. Get a get a wide receiver too. There's plenty of good ones. Shot Bateman from Minnesota, nice player, and and Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. I think could be a problem yeah. and would be available late in the draft. Ole or Miss late, late in the first round. Yeah, Ole Miss puts out some players at the receiver position. Uh, notably Metcalf and AJ Brown himself. So, I think I think Titans should go receiver if I was them late late first round. I think I think you still got to go defense, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. The draft is when's the draft? Someone help me out here. Uh, it's it's not this Soon. upcoming <laughs> Thursday, but it's the next one. <laughs> Two weeks from now. And, and those uh, of you listening, we will have our college football insider. Uh, Rita Gusta 
on the pod to yeah, yeah. break yeah, down yeah. the draft. And I will tell you right now, nobody knows anything more about college football than Rita Gusset. Don't listen to Mel Kuyper. He doesn't Nick know what he's Saban? talking about. Nope. Nobody knows what they're talking about more than Rita Gusta. You're going to want to come on uh, and listen to him break down the draft because he's going to have some great insight next week. All right, boys. It's been a long pod. Let's get to what everyone's been waiting for, these juicy fan questions we have this week. Uh, First fan question. Hey, boys. I'm in a bit of a pickle. Went to the lake house with the squad this weekend. So you already know. Me and the boy JT called dibs in the master bedroom. Night T, not night T, night two, <laughs> me and the boy went 14 and 0 in beer punk per use. Quite a run. Needless to say, yeah, quite a run per use. Needless to say, the bladder was full going to bed. I woke up early because I had to drive back to meet my mom for brunch. When I woke up, the undies were soaked. I didn't tell JT because I didn't want to wake him up from his deep sleep. What should I do, boys? Do I tell him? I mean, what if he didn't clean the sheets? <laughs> wow, that's a predicament right there. It, I mean, it's wow. a cl- classic case of, like, dude, just go to the bathroom before you go to sleep. Everyone knows that. It's a rookie mistake. Pull trig, go to the bathroom. Is he not, is he not potty trained yet? I mean, I don't get this. Like, Okay, look, we've all... <laughs> this is basics. This is 101. Yeah, go to the bathroom before you get in bed, especially if you're sharing it, but... Since you're on What's this, this guy's name? What did you say? What's this guy's name? Just for reference. When just, for, just for reference, this guy's name is Potty Mouth 421. Okay. Sorry, babe. Wow. Keep going. Um, and I was going to say, but now that you're in the predicament, now that you've wet the bed, dude, you got to convince him it was him. Because if it gets out, <laughs> if, it, if, it, if, it, if, it, if it gets out that it's you, dude, that you're branded – the pee the bed guy for for the rest of time in this friend group you are the pee the bed guy forget trying to get a girlfriend yeah that's over jacob and i have a friend that he wetted the bed in college and he's been the wet the bed guy since that day hasn't changed unfortunately (laughs) his name is jacob but (laughs) but no i'm thinking of a different time yeah, you wow, I threw th- myself under the bus. Yeah, I was. Oh in my! When did you pee the bed? Dude, That's... I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> or was, was it? Oh, I think it was uh, sophomore year. Okay, college. this is a cap. <laughs> no, I, I was. Uh, me and uh, Cade Self were sharing the bed. Shout out Cade Self. Shout out Cade Self, and um, yeah, I like always always have to go i probably for the past five years have woken up every night in the middle of the night and gone to the bathroom like i cannot make it a full night without going to the bathroom that feels should you see a doctor about that i think you have a huge prostate dude <laughs> okay <laughs> should probably take some saw palmetto or something <laughs> okay well i guess okay i'll be doing that but anyways <laughs> uh we stayed up super late i was exhausted woke up what the bed tough and and you and, and how do you react? But shout out Cade because he didn't tell everyone. He was like, "Yo, dude, we can keep this between us." Uh, so yeah, dude, I, I would have told everybody. Yeah. You can't. That's what I'm saying. You can't trust the other guy to not tell anyone. You have to turn the table and be like, "Yo, man, like it's not a big deal. I'm not gonna tell anyone, but you did pee the bed last night." 
and he's gonna be like what <laughs> and you're like yeah dude it's, I like don't and like you're the bro you're like i'm not gonna tell anyone but like you did and like it's cool but you did um just make Pat sure him on the shoulder hey yeah. hey get him today champ walk out walk out of the dude, door I, I think it's a i think it's a since you're waking up early pack up <laughs> leave call him on the way be like hey man like not a huge deal but like you peed the bed <laughs> like like be far away and then deal with the issue don't don't necessarily like wake him up right then and they'll be like yo you peed the bed and he'll be like why is it on your side and you're like i don't I don't know. It's not a big deal. I don't know. Yeah, you. That, <laughs> I, I guess it came shh. over there. Just, just give him a shh. Yeah, just, shh. just, just as long as he knows that he peed the bed, and then like, yeah, it's fine. You're not gonna tell anybody because that would be messed up. Yeah, don't go. Don't convince him that he wet the bed, and then go tell people that he wet the bed because that is cruel. But that's my advice in this situation <laughs> that would be so savage if you just made up that he was the one who feed the bed and told everybody you start telling everyone you oh start tweeting it out dude that's that's <laughs> serial I, killer my boy status the bed? That, that is serial killer status to wet them <laughs> to convince someone that they that they did something <laughs> you did and then tell everybody that and is then so blame. manipulative should oh i call God. Cade tonight and see if it was actually him actually it might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I'd be okay. like, yeah, you could like bring it back now. Just see if he just mentally craters. Yeah. Paul, do you have anything to add to that, or do you think that was just pure gold? I think that was great. Uh, but here's the thing. Oh. Don't don't know if the guy will buy that. You know, oh. I think he'll be like looking. He'll take a look south of the border and be like, "My pants aren't wet, buddy," and they're also that's why also you, crispy clean. You have I to pee smell on anything. his pants. You have to pee <laughs> on his pants. That is such extremes. It won't work, fans. Or Do or not. just throw, or throw water on them. Oh, or that. But then it'll just no, no, that won't work. Yeah, I think you have uh, to pee on his pants. Yeah, I think that's really the route you're gonna have to take. So what I would tell Potty Mouth 421 is you're going to have to ditch. You're going to have to find new friends, okay? Just, just throw throw in, the, throw, throw in the towel with this friend group. Never say a word to that man you slept with that night. Never say a word to that entire group of people you were with that weekend. Again, don't speak a word to them ditch out find a new group of homies and get your bladder in check okay check your prostate okay just figure it out jacob that goes for you too i was about to say you're looking you're looking me in the eyes right now (laughs) find a new group of homies and don't make that mistake again (laughs) wow guys uh potty mouth 421 is is pretty hyped with this advice okay let's let's go to uh question number two final question Sup, Chads. President of Fiji here. The member is about to kick me in the baby makers once they hear about what I did with dues last week. I I ended up buying all the mango jewel pods in a three-mile radius of campus because my high cuss word thought I could resell them for a profit, not thinking about how all the gas stations will just refill next week. How should I tell the members? Should I graduate early? Tell them I got a quote-unquote internship and bail p.s this podcast is mediocre at best it's the michael crabtrees of the podcast world this guy has so i mean 
first of all, you can't get mango jewel pods anymore. Not that I buy jewel pods, but I'm pretty sure those things aren't allowed anymore. So he's lying. He's lying to us. He's lying to his boys. And he's probably not the president of Fiji. Um, <laughs> now, you're probably coming to the wrong people with advice in this regard. Uh, you should probably call a lawyer because I'm pretty <laughs> sure what you did was illegal. <laughs> um, so, like, no. Uh, have I taken the LSAT? Yes. Uh, does that make me an attorney? Kind of. Actually, no, it doesn't. Legally, it does not. But, um, um yeah, uh, this isn't the place that you should do that. Um, but my advice for you is you got to try and cover this thing, this whole thing up. I don't know how you sell these jewel pods. Maybe sell them. I don't. Maybe sell them to incoming freshmen. I don't. Maybe go to like some high schools and peddle them to fifteen-year-olds. Kidding. Don't do that. But um, you you got to somehow get that money back in that bank account, my man. Because I mean. <laughs> If you're the president of Fiji, like prison will not go well for you. So you got to get that money back. Okay. I've got two suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) And they're good. Now, what's this guy's name? Uh, just president, president Fiji president. Yeah, probably Tanner. He actually didn't like drop. He actually didn't drop a name, which is making me wonder. If, this guy's just <laughs> overall, overall sus. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. That, one? If this is actually true, like, yeah, he's definitely suspicious. But yeah, his is like Brad Bradley. Yeah, like yeah. doesn't I give us a name. Kevin. Anyways, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Brad because I feel like he's Brad. But here here's what you do. Brad, you ever heard of Jesse Smollett? Okay, what you need to do is fake a robbing. Okay, what you need to do is whatever funds you have left, whatever they are, what I mean, I'm I'm assuming there's a little bit left. Okay, or some left. Say four (laughs) dollars. Oh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find a way to get more capital somehow. But anyway, you're going to have to manage to get some amount of money and pay a, a front man, pay a man to basically carry out a robbery of you so that he can be the fall guy and be the guy that everyone's like, okay, you know what? Brad got robbed. Okay. Like there's nothing he could do about it. The guy, the guy robbed him. Took a, took his money. Took his route, his bank information. Put a gun to his head and said, "Give me your routing yeah, number." Took your his pin. Debt, yeah, yeah. And told him, "said Give me your social security number." And he just said it out loud. And the guy wrote it down. I don't know. Okay, pay a guy a certain amount of money to be the fall guy, and it has to be enough for that guy's willing to get arrested and go to jail for a year or two. So, okay, do that now. That's plan number one. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Plan number two is whatever whatever funds you got left, gamble with it. Okay, try to win Dogecoin. Dogecoin to the moon, I'm talking baby. Going to go a casino in Oklahoma and, you know what, try and get it back in one weekend before the yeah. people are asking where that money <laughs> went, which is entirely possible if you get a friend that's really good at, at swinging it. You know, and, and you know, blackjack mm-hmm. or something. Okay, find a friend who can do it for you and get you that money back. Okay, well, that's my two options. The first one's a little bit more desperate. 
you know, if, if things are really looking bad, pay a guy to be the, to be the, the front. But if you think you can swing it at a weekend at, at a casino in Oklahoma, do it. Yeah. When you say that, that's actually what the uh, FedEx owner did. FedEx was about to bomb. They had $5,000 left. Owner went to, I think it was Vegas, some casino, bet it all. Uh, I think came back with 27,000 and now, you know, FedEx, they're obviously, now well. we all know what FedEx is and it's much better. Beep, look like you had a comment. I want to go to you. I, 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 I was going to say, so the, the problem with what Paul's recommending is that's also illegal. It's called fraud. And so that he already did one illegal thing. That, you can do it another one. That, that feels like you're compounding, and we don't want to compound. We want he's we already want to, screwed. We want to do the opposite of compound, whatever that is, uncompounding. But don't make it worse. There is a way. Uh, people will be like, "You've already killed one person. Might as well shoot another." No, don't do that. That makes it worse. That's called a double. That is not the equivalent. <laughs> Do not make that comparison. Do not. I'm just going to say it never works out well to follow up an illegal act with another illegal act. Uh, it's true. So, Tell that to Jordan, Jordan Belford. And got all of his assets frozen. So, um, and he's, he's out of prison now. Though, he is so. out of prison. Yeah. Respect to the, he's always on floor. Fox news yeah. too. Um, so dude, I don't hate the Vegas idea. Cause at least you're trying. And then if Vegas doesn't work out, uh, um, maybe fake a robbery in Vegas or just like, just <laughs> like, just, just say like you were walking with the money and like a homeless guy hit you and you have no idea where he is. I, I don't know something, dude, but yeah, that is called being up a Creek without a paddle. <laughs> Best of luck to you. You... Uh, I had one thing to say about this that you guys didn't touch on. At the end of this, he said, we're the Michael Crabtrees of podcasts, of the podcast world. And I'm assuming he's referring to when Richard Sherman locked him up and said, that's what happens when you put a mediocre wide receiver. But if you actually think about it, this is actually a huge compliment because Michael Crabtree had a great career. Uh, if you don't remember his game-winning catch against Texas, he yeah. actually made it to the league like a lot of other players didn't. So this guy's actually saying that we've actually made it in the podcast world. We're in the same building with Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan is the Richard Sherman and we're the Michael Crabtree, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. He made a lot of money. Like, is he average? Maybe. But um, he got to do what he loves to he do. Got, he made it. <laughs> he made it to the MFL, to the MFL, to the NFL. <laughs> He was average making millions of dollars. You know who else is average? A lot of basketball players whose names I don't know, but they're making 30 mil a year. I'm just saying it pays to be average. Be average. I mean, what did, uh, I mean, Rudy Gobert, what did he get? He got a max, didn't he? That guy is the epitome of average, and he got a max deal. I'll take average. I'll take yeah. average. Yeah, so actually the joke's on you, President of Fiji, because it looks like you're the Chad, looks like you're in a lot of trouble, and actually the tables have turned. Now we're the successful people. We're the Michael Crabtrees of the world. We're doing great. Well, it exactly. looks like you're in a lot of legal trouble, and if you take these guys' advices, you'll, you'll be, be in, in more, more legal, legal trouble. trouble. 
so yeah. grab that shovel and keep on digging yourself a hole, buddy. I feel like this guy's name is Morgan, so I'm going to call him Morgan. Morgan, best of luck <laughs> to you. Um, and with that, guys, we got to wrap up. We had a little bit of a long one tonight. Any closing thoughts? But a goodie. Longy, but a goodie. Any closing thoughts from the fellas? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's well, hear them. Well, let's hear it. The Chicago White Sox will win the 2021 World Series. Like I've been saying, every single podcast. Stay tuned. Um. Yeah, that's pretty good, I guess. But my banger of the week is Justin Bieber's new album. Uh, Peaches? It's not new. It's not like new as in like um, this week, but his newest album. And uh, I think it's pretty good. Also, Banger Netflix series of the week. I'm going to go ahead and say it's on Netflix. I'm forgetting the name, but it's about an art robbery in Boston. And yes. boy, will that get your blood going. Yeah, this is a robbery. Yeah, that's what it's called. This is a robbery. And um, there's some mafia involved. There's some paintings obviously involved. Um, I wish they had some Madison Square Garden. There's not. Spoiler alert. But good series. Uh, and yeah, my well, first of all, make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Give us shouts also on Instagram and Twitter. Um, make sure you check out our TikTok. We're posting videos on there daily, usually, uh, and there's some bangers on there. So give us a peek there. And uh, as always, please spread the word. This is a grassroots podcast, and we cannot do this without your support. So please tell your friends, rate, subscribe, review. Give us all the good things. My banger of the week is a documentary on Amazon called Do Not Split. It is about the Hong Kong-China situation. Super interesting. Give it a peek if you haven't yet. And... Wrapping up, we love you guys. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week.